Welcome to Eddie's Launchpad, the Dogthorpe Infant School podcast for children, parents, families and teachers. Sit back and enjoy the show. It's time to dream, believe and shine. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Welcome back to Season 4 of the Dogsthorpe Infant School Podcast. For parents, teachers, schools, governors, all you senior leaders who listen, welcome to the show. It's lovely that you're listening in. Thank you very much. We appreciate every single one of our listeners. Thank you for joining us today. We welcome onto the show a children's author by the name of Neil Dickinson. Welcome to the show, Neil. Thank you, Dave. It's uh, very kind of you to, to have me on. Before we get on to the actual stories themselves, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to write this brand new series of books? Well, I spent my career as a, as a medical writer, working on pretty complex clinical papers and translating them into a more digestible form for doctors and the medical profession in general. And what happened was a few years ago, we, we were working on a product for uh, an ultra rare children's disease and the the product for this required parents to inject their child every night before bedtime and uh, i suggested to the client that perhaps we could try to normalize the injection in some way by having a, a bedtime story um that, that sort of brings the injection just into the normal life of, of the character in the story and they said, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Who's going to write it? And, <laughs> and I suddenly thought, well, I don't know anyone, so I might try it myself. And weirdly, I, I came up with this character called Hoppy the Frog, who, who couldn't, couldn't jump around like all the other frogs because his bones were very fragile, and so he needed to be very brave and have these injections. And, and I wrote it and sent it off to the client and to a few, few of the people in the medical profession and it came back with such glowing references and saying, oh, this is fantastic. We, we need this, get it done, you know. But it just made, it just sparked a thought in my mind that maybe after all these years of writing very dry scientific articles, that I, I, somehow I may have a natural voice for a children's story. Happily, it's going amazingly well. This, the books are selling extremely well. So uh, it's, it's, all, it's all a very happy story for me personally, especially at my time of life now that I'm mostly retired. When children are dealing with something that can be quite scary, having stories like this can help the child so much, can't they? Well, they can. And um, I think the most heartwarming feedback I've received was one lady who sent me a picture of of her son who'd fallen off his bike that day and was also going through a bit of of a difficult time with his parents getting divorced, etc., and she wrote me this lovely, lovely email saying, I can't thank you enough for this book. And here's my son 
asleep now and he's, he's, there's a picture of him lying there with his scars on his elbows and his forehead from falling off his bike and he's clutching the pieces of tartan in both hands and uh, that, that gave me such a fantastic kick. I thought that's, that's just lovely, exactly what I wanted to achieve. And, and, and I think the other thing is I deliberately don't try to make the, the scary situations ridiculously scary. You know, that's not what it's about. It's it's about the th- remembering the things that as adults we've forgotten were scary when we were children. So, you know, there's always a first time you go to the dentist. There's always a first mm. time you jump, jump in the swimming pool. Uh, there's always a first time you, you start school. And I, I certainly remember my first day at school and I was terrified. So it's... I've tried to concentrate on those fairly humdrum uh, examples of, of, of scariness in life. Well, they're humdrum for adults, but they're not so much for children. So that's that's where the whole series is. is that's why it's all uh, built on things like swimming lessons, starting school, going to the doctors, etc. Oh, I'm, I'm with you entirely with that dentist thing. I mean, I still got it. Um, but nowadays, yeah. <laughs> nowadays it's it's the it's the sound of the, the of that drill thing. But in when I was when I was a boy, it was the smell. I think it might have been at that time they were giving gas. And whether or not it was the, the the smell of that hanging around, I don't know. But there was this smell, and every time I smelt it, it just fear filled me. You know, you mentioned about the first day at school. Uh, we've got children starting school now, and uh, for the first time, and as they walk up that gate, these 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 cold autumn mornings, as they walk up that gate, um, yeah, they might be feeling a bit scared. So um, maybe uh, Scotch can help them. Maybe Scotch can help them. And uh, we are so grateful to you, Neil, that you have donated a series of your books to our book nook. And uh, children, they're in school. So now you can meet Scotch and all of his friends and you can take on these adventures because they are absolutely amazing. Another thing I like about them, well, I mean, there's so many things I love about your books, but another thing is that, um, he's, he's, as the name suggests, he's a Scottish scarego, isn't he? He is. And I, I've, I was very conscious when I wrote, wrote it and dreamt of the name Scotch. And I, I, it was a deliberate choice, even knowing that some Scottish people would would be quite upset because they don't like being called Scotch. Scotch is a drink, obviously. Um, mm. But I, but but there was another little idea running through my my concept, which is that um, and this this message probably won't mean much to any children, which is exactly why I'm confident to include it. But so you'll notice the third book is called Scotch on the Rocks, which only an adult would understand the the the. the, the you know, the slight pun and the sense of humour there, mm-hmm. and I deliberately put that in because uh, I, you know, I, I have children of my own. I've had four children over the years, and um, although it's, uh, it, you know, it's a wonderful, wonderful feeling sitting there at bedtime with your child on your lap, reading a book. You know, it, it cannot be denied. There, there are some books that are a little bit dry, <laughs> and uh, you think, "Oh, not this one again," and um, so I, I I put that little joke in for parents to, yeah. to say to their child, in all innocence, why do we have a scotch on the rocks tonight? Well, actually, when you think about it, Neil, I mean, the Simpsons work on that level 
and uh, you know, there's the 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 Simpsons is a, something that children could watch and and parents can watch alongside them and get totally different gags. Um, my dad used to he used to say to me, "Oh, what do you got kids programs on?" But I would be watching something like Thunderbirds, and he'd watch it from over the top of his paper, and he'd and he'd be watching his puppet show, but he'd get so caught up in it. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, it's great when something like that works at different levels and, and, and it gives us as much enjoyment to the parent that's reading as it does to the child that's receiving the story. So good on you, mate. And uh, because, because he is Scottish, um, he's, he's got a kilt and uh, you've got different types of tartan. And uh, that, so then you've got the different textiles that the, the young child can, can feel and, and, it's just works on so many levels. It's amazing. Oh, thank you so much. And, and again, the, the other reason for Scotch was I did, I, I did have the, the penny dropped about the tartan. I thought, oh, that's a, a really nice, simple device to be able to differentiate each book. So in every story, he has a, he's wearing a different tartan kilt. And so the, the swatch of tartan cloth in the back of every book is different. Mm. And I mean, I'm hoping. I don't know how far this is going to take me, but I'm hoping I can get a, a series of five, six, seven. I don't know, and mm. each one will have their own distinct time, mm. and maybe become slight collector's items. I don't know. Mm. I think that's perhaps mm. being a bit over ambitious, but um, that's the idea behind it. Dave Clark illustrated your book. Illustrators are so important for children's authors, aren't they? Dave has done a, an unbelievable job, really. I, I and I when I was when I'd written the first book, and I thought. I'm, I'm, I had an idea in my mind, the style of illustration that I wanted. And I, I wanted, and, and Dave Robby remotely offended by this, but I wanted it to be quite old-fashioned illustration. I wanted it to be sort of warm and cuddly and a lot a lot of modern children's books, and they're, they're perfectly fine, but that a lot of the illustrative styles are quite sort of simple and scratchy. And I, I just didn't want that. I wanted something more homely. And I just luckily I just remembered that when I started off in my career 40 years ago there was a, a chap in my agency who called Dave Clark who I thought oh, I always liked his illustrations and I managed to track him down and he, he's still illustrator now uh, working full-time um he lives down in Cornwall and I contacted him and I said look mate you know remember me he said yeah of course I do I said look I can't pay you yet but would you be interested in helping me out and he's 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 just done an amazing job. When the first scamps of his ideas for illustrating Scotch came through, I was blown away. And I thought, oh, just great. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Um, and uh, I, I can't thank him enough. And I'm just desperately hope, hoping that in the fullness of time, I'll be able to repay him in a traditional way. There's one illustration that sticks into my mind more than any other, which is in the first story when he helps the little girl who's scared because she's locked out of her back, back door at night time. Um, the, the picture of, of Scotch leaning down towards her and being comforting is just fantastic. It's, it's, it captures the characters brilliantly. He's kind, empathetic, not scary. And that, to me, that's, that's exactly the, the characteristics of the character that I was, that I was desperate to bring out. And, and Dave Clark has done that beautifully. So he's not. It's not the same Dave Clark that I used to buy his records when I was young. Then no, he, he didn't have a five. Grand <laughs> <grand> <laughs> <year>. <laughs>
Only you and I, Neil, are old enough to remember that. Oh, how us old dinosaurs will remember the Dave Clark Five. Uh, hello to all the granddads who listen. I know there's some granddads who listen. I'm sure you'll know what we're talking about. Um, Neil, where can people buy your wonderful series of books? Well, I've I've taken the deliberate policy for now of just restricting it to my own website. So you can buy direct from the website and it's www.scotchbooks.com. No hyphenation, no spaces, just scotchbooks.com. And it's uh, very easy to navigate. You can choose which of the three books you want or buy in bundles of two or three, et cetera. Um, And and I, I... I've literally posted out this morning 12 books. So, you know, I I, I do the, the handling and the logistics and I make sure people get them in their hands very quickly. So they don't know. They can be reassured they're going to get the book very quickly and, and securely. And it sounds like we've not seen the end of Scotch. It sounds like there'll be an, another in the series before too long. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of ideas in my head. I've got one for uh, Scotch, Scotch in the egg. So Scotch egg. Scotch egg. Uh, <laughs> And I've got another one for double scotch, where he where he gets a, a sidekick. So um, ah, uh, so that's yeah. I've got little ideas floating around in my head, but I haven't committed them to paper yet. Right. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to having them when they come along. We'll look forward to having them, and we'll certainly get them in and into our book nook. Uh, you've got us hooked now. Thank you for your donation to to our school. We greatly appreciate all of the authors who send us little snippets, little samples of your work. Thank you to all those who donate to us. Neil, long may your great work continue. Thank you for being on the launch pad. And, and when you do get a new book out and or you've got something else that you want to share with our listeners, do come back on the launch pad because me and Eddie just love people like you on the show. Thank you so much, Dave. You've been very kind and, and, and uh, gracious in having me on. I appreciate that. You have been listening to the Dogsthorpe Infant School Podcast. Join Captain Dave and his co-pilot, Eddie Edster, the well-being dog, on another launch pad soon. Until then, always remember to be kind, be respectful, and most of all, dream, believe, and shine. podcast is brought to you by Eddie Edster, the Dogsthorpe Infant School Wellbeing Dog, bringing hugs, paw shakes and high fives. This Cavalier King Charles Spaniel helps our stars to dream, believe, shine.